What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Politics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the conservatee, make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute servatives, let the games begin. Every time I visit a new place in the U.S., I always want to know what big bad thing happened or what the story the locals are trying to hide from us tourists. So I decided that for this Halloween, my trick-or-treat gift to you will be finding the most twisted and insane serial killer in every single U.S. state. Creepy, I know, but I also know you guys love this scary stuff. Just a fair warning, these killers did some really gross stuff. Like, some of these guys actually freak me out. Momservatives, these stories are not for little kids. Don't worry, though, I tried to put in some funny clips so we can at least get through it together, all right? I'm Alex Clark, and these are the spoopiest state serial killers. We're starting off with you, Alabama. You are home to Audrey Marie Hilly, who killed her husband with arsenic and proceeded to poison her daughter with the same stuff. This tastes like poison. Alaska is known for the butcher baker, Robert Hansen. He abducted sex workers and let them loose in the woods so he could hunt and kill them like animals. It's a cute raccoon. Doesn't mean it doesn't deserve to die because I'm a man. In Arizona, not only was the baseline killer caught for raping girls as young as 12, but he was also charged with over nine murders, robberies, and kidnapping two sisters. Fun fact, or not so fun fact, TPSA HQ is on this road, so uh, let's hope that doesn't happen again. Arkansas, you have the phantom killer. He was responsible for Arkansas's unsolved Texarkana moonlight murders, which killed five people in four different crimes within 10 weeks. California has Samuel Little, who just confessed to killing 93 people in 2018, and law enforcement are still working on about 40 other cases. Particular series in the house. No, he's in the house. He's Colorado, Scott Lee Kimball was charged for murdering four people. Three of their bodies were found mutilated, and the fourth remains missing. You say another word, and I swear to God, I will dice you into a million little pieces and put those pieces in a box, a glass box that I will display on my mantle. Connecticut, you have William Devin Howell, who named himself the Sick Ripper. Howell buried his bodies in a special garden, drove around what he called the murder mobile, and when it got cold outside, he wrapped up a body and slept next to it for a week to keep warm. You guys wanna go see a dead body? In Delaware hails Stephen Brian Pennell, who would abduct women on Delaware's Route 40 and kill them. One of the scariest things he did for torture included cutting off parts of women's nipples. Oh my God, this freaked me out. My tiny little nipples went to France. Florida was home to Eileen Wernos, a female serial killer who was brought to life by Charlize Theron's amazing performance in the movie Monster. Eileen was a prostitute who murdered seven men who she claimed attempted to rape her as they solicited sex. She would shoot them to death, rob them, and then steal their cars. Yeah. You killed seven men. Yes, you did. And I'm asking you, what got you to kill the seven men? And I'm telling you, because the cops let me keep killing them, Nick. Don't you get it? Not everybody is killing seven people. So there must have been something in you that was getting you to oh, do Oh, you that. are lost, Nick. So I was a hitchhiking hooker. Right. Georgia, you know who Wayne Williams is, the convicted suspect of the Atlanta child murders. He kidnapped and killed over 28 children, most of them young black teenagers. What's really sad is that when they first started happening, the authorities wrote them off as drug-related deaths. 
It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? You know what, Hawaii? I'd hate to be stuck on an island in the middle of the ocean with a killer. That's exactly what happened to everyone in the 80s when the Honolulu Strangler killed five women who were stabbed, sexually assaulted, and of course, strangled. This was Hawaii's first known serial killer and they still haven't been found. <laughs> Idaho is best known for Joseph Edward Duncan murdering the Grown family. Starting with raping two nine and 10 year old siblings, he killed the young boy and proceeded to kill and torture three of their adult relatives. He died at the beginning of this year from a brain tumor in an interview with the younger daughter who survived says she can finally breathe again. Good. You definitely know this name. Illinois had John Wayne Gacy, the killer clown, who would dress up and perform at children's hospitals. He killed at least 33 young men and buried them under his house. Okay, now I get it if you're an Illinois kid who's afraid of clowns. Oh no, not this clown again. Okay, Hoosiers, do you know Herbert Baumeister? He was a serial killer in Indiana who had a lovely wife in marriage, but he would often frequent the gay bars in Indianapolis. Weeks later, a ton of gay men at those bars went missing. When the police came to Baumeister's estate on a tip, they found human remains in his house and buried in his backyard. Perhaps even weirder, Baumeister had a pool house filled with mannequins that he would dress and pose to appear like they were having a pool party. Enjoy the summer with your friends, for God's sake. Iowa, when Carol Edward Cole was younger, he went from one mental hospital to another, plagued by violent fantasies of strangling people. Years later, he was charged for the murder of at least 16 women by strangling them to death. Quite a coincidence. <laughs> Ooh, Kansas. Remember Dennis Rader, AKA the BTK killer, which stood for bind, torture, kill. He was charged with 10 murders and would write letters to the authorities describing his grotesque crimes in vivid detail. He tells the police, this is not going to end. He's going to continue to do this. If you don't catch me, more people in this community are going to die. In Kentucky, Donald Harvey named himself the Angel of Death. He was working as a casual nurse in Kentucky when he decided to go out and murder 37 old and sick hospital patients by smothering them with pillows, turning off their oxygen tanks, and even stabbing one with a hanger. Shut it down! Everyone shut it down! It's over! Louisiana is known for the voodoo murders, which started with a man, woman, and a small boy in bed with split open skulls, which was later rumored to be the result of a cult called the Church of Sacrifice. While we still don't know this cult's relation to the killer, these three people, along with nearly 35 other deaths, can be attributed to Clementine Barnabet. Maine is next. While coming back home from U Maine, Matthew Paul Cushing stabbed his mother, stepfather, and stepbrother and proceeded to burn the house down to cover it up. He was only 22 years old and now has three life sentences. I had thoughts about killing, you know, people for a long time. And when I woke up that morning, I didn't see any other solution. Maryland is known for Joseph the Cannibal Methany, who owned a barbecue stand in Baltimore. It is reported that he killed up to nine women by cutting them up, turning them into burgers, and selling them to customers. He literally made people cannibals without them even knowing. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. 
Massachusetts. Jesse Pomeroy was always an outcast due to his eye defect. He started his terror by mutilating a young boy on a beach with multiple stab wounds, cut off his genitals, and set him on fire in a ditch. He's one of the nation's youngest serial killers at just 14 years old. Yeah! Yeah! In Michigan, after John Norman Collins' blood was found on a woman's clothing and the authorities found his letters he wrote to his cousin in Canada, Collins was found to have stabbed, shot, and strangled over eight young women, with two being only 13. Next up is the kill test. That, sir, is a killer. It's a killer. It will kill. It will kill. In Minnesota, Paul Michael Stefani confessed to killing three women and attempting to murder two more. He was called the weepy-voiced killer because he would make phone calls to the police and describe his crimes in a high-pitched voice. The recordings are actually terrifying. Don't talk, just listen. I'm sorry what I did to Compton. I couldn't help it. Don't know why I had to stab her. I'm so upset about it. I keep getting drunk every day and I can't believe it. It's like a big dream. I can't think of being locked up. If I get locked up, I'll kill myself. I'd rather kill myself than get locked up. I'll try not to kill anybody else. Mississippi, have you heard of the cross-country killer? His real name was Glenn Rogers. He killed four different women in four different states, including stabbing one woman to death in a bathtub in Jackson. There's also been 97 homicides solely in Jackson this year alone. Chicken? <laughs> I can eat some chicken. Missouri was terrorized by Robert Bertella, AKA the Kansas City Butcher. He was so messed up that he kept notes and photos of at least six men that he raped and tortured. After a man wearing only a dog collar jumped out of Bertella's second story house, authorities found human skulls buried in his backyard and human vertebrae in his closets. If they cut off one head, two more shall take its place. Hydra. Halfway done. Intermission. In Montana, Wayne Nance was suspected of killing about six people. His last crime was when he invaded his boss's home, raped his wife, and stabbed his boss through the chest before he finally shot his wife dead. Miraculously, his boss survived. I'm the boss. That's How right. about that? Nebraska, you had a 19-year-old James Dean wannabe, Charles Starkweather, and his 14-year-old girlfriend, Carly Ann Fugate. They were Nebraska's Bonnie and Clyde. They were known for killing around 11 people. What's memorable is that Starkweather had no last words before he was sentenced to the electric chair, and witnesses of the execution said his death was quick and clean, with no bad odors or sparks or smoke coming off of it. <laughs> Nevada. That's when Gerald and Charlene Gallego were the ultimate killer couple. Charlene would lure young teens to her car for work or drugs, and Gerald would rape and murder them. Some were bludgeoned, beaten with shovels, or shot. The deaths of about 10 people, including one pregnant woman, became known as the sex slave murders. Oh. All right, I get it! New Hampshire wasn't necessarily home to the serial killer, but he was born there. H.H. Holmes is widely regarded as America's first serial killer. He's best known for his murder castle that was filled with trapdoors, soundproof rooms, and a kiln, which he used to kill people in order to steal their property. The murder castle was located in Chicago, where he allegedly killed people during the World Fair. He would also marry women and kill them for their life savings, as well as requiring life insurance for all his employees in case he decided to kill them and collect insurance. He set the serial killer bar pretty high. 
The only way it could be worse is if you were like a serial killer. New Jersey is a very spoopy one. Richard Cottingham has claimed to have killed over 100 people in a room that he rented in a quality inn that he made his own sex torture chamber. Mainly luring prostitutes, Cottingham would rape, beat, torture, strangle, bite, burn, and behead these women and would then leave the hotel without a trace. Oh, please. I have no soul. <laughs> New Mexico is home to, I think, one of the scariest men in history, the toy box killer. Claiming to be a cop, David Parker Ray would lure women into his car, which he called his toy box, and proceed to rape and torture his victims. But that wasn't all. He forced his victims to call him master and would play a recording that would describe exactly how he was going to torture them. A very messed up dude. Do not read the transcripts of those recordings unless you want to feel seriously sick. I'll, okay. I'll give that message to the next guy. New York is known for David Berkowitz, otherwise known as Son of Sam. He was one of New York's largest manhunts. Claiming that his neighbor's possessed dog was telling him to kill, he's responsible for six murders, which he committed all with the same 44 caliber gun. He got messages because the dog spoke to him. And when the dog spoke to him, according to Berkowitz, Relaying the message from the devil, it was time to kill, that's when he went out and killed. North Carolina was home to Henry Louis Wallace, known as the Taco Bell Strangler, because most of his victims worked under his management in a Taco Bell restaurant. Aye, aye, aye. Wallace only confessed to about 10 murders of mostly young black women, but many still wonder how many unreported murders he actually had. You wanna do something fun? You wanna go to Taco Bell? For North Dakota, Eugene Butler was first thought to be weird when the successful farmer started to ride his horse in the middle of the night and scream at the top of his lungs. Then he was admitted into the local asylum due to hallucinations of all the widows of the town wanting to marry him. Two years later, during an excavation under a house that Butler owned, six bodies with crushed bones were found. Butler was nuts all around. You're weird. Nah, nope. In Ohio, Anthony Sowell, known as the Cleveland Strangler, raped and strangled 11 women by inviting them into his home with drugs and alcohol. After weeks of missing women, a horrible stench came from Sowell's house, which resulted from the women's bodies buried around the house, both inside and outside. You stink. Oh dear, Oklahoma. In the process of looking for her perfect soulmate, Nanny Doss killed four of her five husbands. While looking like a sweet grandmother with four children from the outside, Nanny's killing spree may have included some of her relatives and lasted over 30 years. It's your grandma. Everyone knows this story. Oregon, you are to blame for Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs, which can be attributed to Jerry Brudos. While known for killing four women, he followed one woman home because he liked her shoes, raped her, and took some of her shoes. Then, a year later, he strangled another woman to death and took off her foot so he could use them to model the shoes he had. That's quite the fashion statement. Nice stems. Almost done. There are 50 states, you know. <laughs> Pennsylvania, you're home to Lobster Boy. Like his family, Grady Styles Jr. suffered from ectrodactyly, which made his hands and feet look like lobster claws. Lobster Boy grew to have an incredible upper body strength and was such a mean drunk that one time he ripped his wife's IUD out of her body and almost strangled her to death. Another time he went to his daughter's fiance's house and shot him in cold blood. And yes, this is the guy that inspired the American Horror Story character. In Rhode Island between ages 13 and 15, Craig Price was responsible for a triple murder of a woman and her two daughters, as well as the home invasion and murder of another woman. And just two years ago, he got 25 more years in jail for stabbing an inmate. If you can't do the time, don't do the crime. 
In South Carolina, Donald Pee-wee Gaskins admitted to killing 15 people through stabbings, drownings, and poison. He actually drove around in a hearse and told people there were bodies in it. People thought he was joking, but he wasn't. Ah! Okay, get in. I'm having too much fun with SpongeBob clips in this episode. In South Dakota, Robert Leroy Anderson is responsible for the death of two mothers and used duct tape to suffocate them. He made homemade tools to pop tires on the highway, as well as disguised his truck with removable paint so they couldn't track him. In Tennessee, Paul Dennis Reed is responsible for over seven deaths during three different fast food restaurant robberies, Captain D's, McDonald's, and Baskin Robbins. Darby, could you just uh, take care of this idiot? Thanks. Ooh, Texas. Of course, you are home to the real life candy man, Dean Coral. He would lure children to him thanks to the sweets of his family's candy company. He raped and murdered around 28 little boys and killed many more of his own employees. This is far scarier than the movie. Can I have some of that candy? Ted Bundy is one of the most famous serial killers that I'm sure you all know about. He raped and killed around 30 young women in seven different states, but he killed at least five women during his time at law school in Utah. It was weird when Netflix had Zac Efron play him because he was supposed to be a horrific human being, but at the same time, he was, he was hot, because it was Zac Efron. Partner, I'm disguised as an attorney today. <laughs> Now this should be a movie. In Vermont, St. Joseph's Orphanage had children who entered and never came out alive. Orphans were thrown out windows, forced to eat their own vomit, dangled above wells, and stripped of their birthdays and worldly possessions. This one is so freaking sad. Stop pissing off the orphans. A lot of them grow up to be serial killers. Okay, here are the last five. Virginia, have you heard of Monty Rissell? He was an 18-year-old who raped and killed five women, including strangling one with her own bra. He was somehow able to maintain this two-year killing spree despite being institutionalized during the murders. What's up, brah? Hey, brah. How do they know I'm wearing a bra? Maybe they're cool with it. Then there's Washington, where Gary Ridgway, nicknamed the Green River Killer, is most famous for actually admitting to 48 murders of young women. Fun fact, Ted Bundy helped authorities capture Ridgway. People want to ascribe um, extraordinary traits and qualities to these people. These are, for the most part, very ordinary individuals, except for the extraordinary crime that they get involved in. Down in the hills of West Virginia, Rita Mays was a former nursing assistant who used insulin to kill seven elderly veterans during their time in the hospital. The district judge said Mays was the monster no one sees coming. You know, I just do things. Wisconsin, I'm sure you all know who Jeffrey Dahmer is. He killed 17 men and boys in a 13-year spree without getting caught. He actually admitted to eating the thighs, organs, and hearts of his victims. He would drill into their skulls while they were alive and pour acid in there to turn them into zombies, keeping them barely alive for days. Gross. Did I hear a drill? Dale! Power tools. Dale, no power tools! Oh, what? No power tools! That is not your toothbrush. Okay, Wyoming, we're ending on you with your first serial killer, a wild lady named Polly Bartlett. She was the owner of a board house and was suspected of killing 22 guests by arsenic poisoning. But someone killed her before she was tried, so maybe there were more? I think I've been poisoned by my constituents! Allegedly, those are the most well-known serial killers from every state. Did you know yours, or do you think I picked the wrong one for your state? Like this episode, let me know in the comments, DM this episode to all your true crime-loving friends, and hit the save button. By now, 
you know that the Spillover podcast is juicy AF and has Halloween vibes all over. Today's episode is out and it is horrific and somehow heartwarming at the same time. This happily married young couple in their 20s survived a gas explosion in their house only two years ago and were both severely burnt. Despite that, it didn't take anything away from the love they shared. Don't miss this incredible story with Medley Ziegler and subscribe right now to The Spillover on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Have such a happy and spoopy and safe Halloween. I can't wait to see your costumes. We're back on Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics, where you can watch the episodes and see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too, at Real Alex Clark. Love you, mean it. Bye.